welcome to episode 110 of Morning Kickoff, a weekly Vikings football podcast where we cover all news football. I'm your host, Matt Witt, and today we are live on youth.com slash Matt Witt, as well as twitch.tv slash the Matt Witt. Come check us out every Monday and Thursday morning or listen to all the pre-recorded podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. Today we have a fun episode, the Minnesota Vikings have released their 53-man roster, their initial 53-man roster for the 2021 season. And there were some big cuts that were kind of surprising and some other ones that were pretty shocking as well. So we're going to review all of this and give my take on how I believe this should go and how it is going. So I hope you all do enjoy. Do you enjoy listening to this podcast? If you don't, that's totally fine. But if you do and would like to help out, there will be a link in the description that will bring you to my merch store. At this store, we sell t-shirts, sweatshirts, and mugs, and all of the profit earned will go towards the production of this podcast. Thank you all, and enjoy. The Minnesota Vikings made a lot of moves on Tuesday. Not only did they cut a bunch of players, but making trades for the uh, Jets tight end, Irv Smith Jr.'s injuries not looking good. Vikings suffered with more injuries at the wide receiver position. They made a lot of roster moves as they had to move down to 53-man rosters for the Minnesota Vikings' initial 53-man roster. Now, I'm going to say that again, that's initial 53-man roster. This is not going to be the final roster for the NFL season. As the Minnesota Vikings will have adjustments going into the season, this is the initial 53-man roster where they moved down to 53 players. So we're going to start off by taking a look at the Vikings' waived players with injury designations. Chad Beebe has been placed on IR after suffering with an injury and undergoing surgery. will miss the entirety of the 2021 season. Not at all what you want to see after the Vikings have seen injuries through and through at the wide receiver position. Both our starters, Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson, have hit injuries in both training camp and during the preseason. And... They're healthy to play week one, which is a real a relief, but overall, those are our starters. And behind them, we had BC Johnson, who's going to miss the entire season with a torn ACL. We have D.D. Westbrook, who missed the entire preseason and uh, some of training camp also with another injury. Our only healthy receivers have been Dan Chisina and K.J. Osborne, who both had a combined of zero receptions in the 2020 season after playing all 16 games. So, Look, taking a look at that, and then now add Chad Beebe to the list of injured players. Also, Blake Prowell, another player Vikings have on IR. The whole wide receiver position at a whole, as a whole does not look very good other than our starters right now. So Chad Beebe is a huge loss to the Vikings team, but hopefully we can see a player like KJ Osborne step up going into year two. Luther Kirk, also another player placed on IR. Drew Samia has been also placed on IR. Drew Samia, a player that we saw last year and was one of the worst guards in the NFL. And hopefully this next season, we won't have to see a lot of him. Uh, Nate Stanley, another player who has been placed on IR, um, a 2020 draft pick out of Iowa State in the seventh round. We didn't get to see any of him in the preseason, and likely after he is cleared for waivers, he will be cut with the team. Our released players. Vikings have released five players on this Minnesota Vikings, five veterans on the Minnesota Vikings. Those five players are running back Amir Abdullah, long snapper Andrew DiPaolo, offensive guard Dakota Dozier that is a huge win that the Vikings cut him Everson Griffin defensive end and Ty Smith cornerback now the two players I want to focus on here now we knew Ty Smith was going to get cut Andrew DiPaolo that came by kind of a surprise Vikings can just bring another long snapper in uh, Dakota Dozier player the Vikings had to cut but Amir Abdullah and Everson Griffin now these come came by kind of a surprise at the start, but I'm going to really explain what's going on here. So the reason why the Vikings did cut Amir Abdullah, Amir Abdullah had an excellent performance in the preseason and is a solid running back three. He stays healthy and our starting two running backs, Amir, I mean, Alexander Madison and Dalvin Cook gets injured every year. Amir Abdullah is a very good veteran who can step in. The reason why the Vikings did cut Amir Abdullah 
they have an intention of bringing him back but the reason why the vikings did cut amir abdullah was because they had to keep kane and wano on the 53-man roster the reason why they did want to keep him on the 53-man roster although he is injury injured he did suffer with injury on the kickoff of the denver broncos game um they wanted to keep him on the roster because now that the 53-man roster has been created the minnesota vikings can actually place kane and wano on ir and only be out four weeks so Kane and Wano, fourth round draft pick for the Minnesota Vikings, will be placed on IR, whether that's today, date of recording, September 1st, Wednesday, Vikings can actually put Kane and Wano on IR, only being out four weeks, whereas if he didn't make the roster and placed on IR, he would be out the first half of the season. So there's a big difference there. And that's the reason why the Vikings did cut Amir Abdullah. I believe they have the intention of bringing Amir Abdullah back, or possibly, if they don't want to do that, they can actually activate AJ Rose to the roster, which another very good move for the Vikings. But Amir Abdullah came back kind of a surprise, especially with the uh, Vikings are suffering at wide receiver position. As I went over, Amir Abdullah can play as a wide receiver, too. I mean, he's he can play as a better wide receiver than Dan Chesanak can. Now, we haven't seen a whole lot of him, but Amir Abdullah has lined up as a as a receiver in the slot uh, and looked great. So I don't understand why the Vikings wouldn't want to bring him back. But I believe that's what the Vikings are trying to do here. And if another team steals him, you can just activate AJ Rose to the roster equivalent AJ Rose Amir Abdullah pretty even when it comes to the running game Everson Griffin though Vikings cutting Everson Griffin was a huge surprise and this is the shocker out of this list because Vikings brought back Everson Griffin and he wasn't intended to be our starting defensive end day one going into the 2021 season however in the preseason with the limited snaps that he had looked excellent he played three snaps in the preseason and got to the quarterback two of the three snaps Everson Griffin looked phenomenal in the preseason out of the limited snaps that he had. So it looked like even though it, he probably wouldn't have this starting position locked down as Steven Weatherly and DJ Wanham, who I believe Vikings should have put Everson Griffin over those two players, he wouldn't have had the starting position locked down and the Vikings decided to release him. Well, you take a look at the defensive end position and we have a lot of excellent defensive ends. I mean, DJ Wanham, uh, Patrick Jones, Vikings just signed, Janaris Robinson, who's on IR now, and then Daniel Hunter. We have a lot of great defensive ends. But the Vikings decided to keep Jalen Holmes over Everson Griffin. Jalen Holmes, the Vikings defensive end who started a majority of last year with a solid zero sacks. And you just released the sack daddy to keep him. And the only solution I could come up with here is the locker room issues. It makes sense. This is the only, this is the only possibility that makes sense to me. Because no way at all to the Vikings organization or Vikings defensive coaching staff. Andre Patterson's a smart guy, right? No way do they think that Jalen Holmes is better than Everson Griffin. In, in fact, I'd be surprised if people are even arguing Stephen Weatherly is better than Everson Griffin at this point. Yes, Everson Griffin is aging. He's 30-some-year-old. We haven't even seen a decline from Everson Griffin. Well, a, we haven't seen a steep decline from Everson Griffin. Yes, he's not the Everson Griffin we used to see, but we haven't seen him turn into... Stephen Weatherly level of low yet. So this comes by a huge surprise. And the only solution, the only possibility that makes sense to me is the locker room issues between him and Kirk Cousins. And overall, I would just think that the Vikings wanted to release Everson Griffin to not risk the chance that the, this can ruin our season, which that makes sense. That is the only possibility that makes sense. Because not only did the Vikings release Everson Griffin, but they kept Jalen Holmes on the roster. One of the players who should have been the first cuts for the Minnesota Vikings. That came by a surprise. And Amir Abdullah Vikings, I do think, intend to bring Amir Abdullah back as a running back three. 
And then the 14 waived players for the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings waived 14 players on this Vikings roster with the intent of bringing all 14 of these players back either on the practice squad or the active roster. Those 14 players are offensive tackle Zach Bailey, fullback Jake Vargas, linebacker Tuff Borland, quarterback Jake Browning, tight end Zach Davidson, safety Miles Dorn, offensive guard Kyle Hinton, defensive end Hercules Mataafa, loved player by the Vikings, longtime veteran, wide receiver Myron Mitchell, cornerback Perry Nickerson, wide receiver Watt Fillier, running back AJ Rose, defensive end Kenny Willekes, and tight end Shane Zylstra. So all 14 of those players intend to be back with the Minnesota Vikings on the practice squad with we're going to note a few of these players, starting off with A.J. Rose. A.J. Rose is a player the Vikings can either decide to have on the practice squad and protect him. Vikings can protect up to four players every week, and A.J. Rose will undoubtedly be that player that the Vikings will have on their practice squad and protect so another team does not steal him. However, if the Vikings don't decide to do that, they can use him as a running back three. Vikings have already cut Amir Abdullah and can bring A.J. Rose onto the active roster as a running back three to fill in for Kane Inwano for the first four weeks of the season. Defensive end Hercules Mataafa, another player the Vikings have to protect because Hercules Mataafa is a longtime veteran with the Vikings and has been under this defense for some time and keeping him as a defensive end, not only as a defensive end, but a backup outside linebacker. Yes, that's an outside linebacker position. Hercules Mataafa played outside linebacker in college where he can be that pass rusher for the Vikings. Right now, Anthony Barr is 50-50 to play week one for the Minnesota Vikings. Outside of that, we have Ryan Connolly, Blake Lynch, two players that really shouldn't even be on the roster, but are because we don't have much depth at the position. Vikings can use Hercules Mataafa actually as a backup strong side linebacker, which would be a smart decision. And that's why the Vikings should protect him. Uh, tight end Zach Davidson had a terrible performance in the preseason. Tight end Zach Davidson, fifth round draft pick out of central Missouri, I believe it was a player that didn't perform very well for the Minnesota Vikings, but they should protect him as he was a fifth round draft pick and if you don't protect him, he's going to be swooped up by another team, undoubtedly. And then also Tough Borland, another player who really, he even though he's a UDFA, can really fill in for um, Anthony Barr if he is not healthy to play. Those are the four players the Vikings should protect on this practice squad. So taking a look at all of that, all of those moves that the Vikings have made, many moves. On top of that, they did bring in the new tight end who will be starting uh, while Irv Smith Jr. is out. So those are all the moves that the Vikings have made, the waived players, the cut players, and the players moved to IR for the Minnesota Vikings for the initial 53-man roster. Again, that's initial 53-man roster. Like I said, we're going to see either Amir Abdullah or AJ Rose start week one, or not start week one, sorry, uh, be on the active roster week one as a running back three, a backup to both Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison, which is a big role to fill as both, like I've said, both Alexander Madison and Dalvin Cook have suffered with injuries every year in their career thus far. So being a running back three is a huge role to fill with the Minnesota Vikings. All in all, even after the performance that AJ Rose had in the preseason, I would rather have Amir Abdullah as a running back three because you can decide to have AJ Rose on your practice squad and protect him. That's fine. Use that for a little bit. Even though he had a great performance in the preseason, he's not a lock like Amir Abdullah is. Amir Abdullah had also another player who really very secretly had a good performance in the preseason. Not only is he a good halfback, but he's a good wide receiver three as well, or slot wide receiver. I just would like to see him used, utilized inside the slot. Amir Abdullah has played a lot of snaps in the slot and had two receiving touchdowns, both against his former team last year, and can really be the wide receiver six or wide receiver five for the Minnesota Vikings, as we don't have much depth right now. That's why I do believe the Vikings should actually have Amir Abdullah as the running back three and keep AJ Rose on the practice squad. That's what I would like to see for the Vikings. 
And in all honesty, that's what I think is going to happen. I don't think the Vikings really wanted to cut Amir Abdullah, as now he can be uh, signed by another team. However, I believe the Vikings cut Amir Abdullah in order to sign him days later, after Kane and Wano will be moved to IR and will be out the first four weeks of the season. I have five players who made the roster by a thread. These are five players who I didn't really expect to make the roster, or maybe some of them I actually did expect to make the roster, but they barely made it as they probably shouldn't even be on the NFL as a whole. Those five players are Dan Chisina, second-year player out of Canada. Now, Dan Chisina is a player who utilized on special teams, did a great job. I mean, he runs a 4-2. He's great on, when it comes to special teams. When it comes to a wide receiver, which is his actual position, he doesn't look all that great. And that's why Dan Chisina is a player who barely made this roster as a wide receiver six, and that's due to the injuries at the position after we had both Chad Beebe and BC Johnson placed on IR and likely out the entire season. We have Dan Chisina as a wide receiver six, and I wouldn't expect to get very many targets this game with probably zero receptions like he did have last year. Jalen Holmes. This I don't understand. This is the one that just blows my mind is the fact that the Vikings decide to have Jalen Holmes on the roster. Now, I get it. You can use him as a defensive tackle, and the Vikings are going to try to do that. But you have Sheldon Richardson as an interior pass rusher. You have him as a backup interior pass rusher. You really don't need Jalen Holmes. After you saw how bad he was at defensive end last year, Vikings don't need him. Also, on top of this, Vikings actually can sign a Fadio Denebo at this point, too. If you're going to keep a shit... Uh, if you're going to keep Jalen Holmes, bring back Afadi Odenabo, who was cut by the New York Giants. You can play Afadi also at a linebacker, so there's that too. I'll just lay that out there, Vikings. If you'd like to bring Afadi Odenabo back as a linebacker, you can do that as well. But Jalen Holmes, I don't understand this at all. I mean, you drafted Patrick Jones. You have Hercules Matafa. You really don't have any reason on why you shouldn't have cut Jalen Holmes. And then Brandon Dillon, another player, Vikings, second-year player. Brandon Dillon is making this roster as a tight end three, which is very weird because Brandon Dillon, we haven't got to see much of and didn't look good in the preseason. Now, this is mostly due to Irv Smith Jr.'s injury, as I would expect when Irv Smith Jr. is back that the Vikings do decide to cut uh, Brandon Dillon. It's pretty shocking that he did actually make the active roster. And then Ryan Connolly and Blake Lynch, two players who one of them will are expected to actually start week one if Anthony Barr is injured. So that basically sums up this entire roster. And some players, let me know what, you, what really surprised you the most. I believe the one that surprised me the most was the Everson Griffin one, but you can back that up with locker room issues. I mean, you can make a statement for that. The one that makes no sense that I can't wrap my head around is keeping Jalen Holmes on your active roster. I don't understand what the Vikings are trying to do here and what they're trying to squeeze out of Jalen Holmes as a whole after he has one more year left on his contract and you can save a lot of money by just cutting the guy and keeping Hercules Mataafa instead. So that wraps up the 53-man roster and my reaction to this, what I believe this is going to look like and how this is actually going to still go because I don't believe this will be the final 53-man roster for the 2021 season as this is just the beginning for the Vikings. I mean, we know it's not going to be the final 53-man roster because we don't have a long snapper at this point. So let me know what y'all think. That's going to wrap up episode 110 of Morning Kickoff. I hope you all did enjoy listening to this episode. If you did, be sure to write and subscribe to the podcast for more Minnesota Vikings football-related content. Thank you all for tuning into this episode of Morning Kickoff. Have a great day.